Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know all the numbers. We need you to dial those numbers up. 877-738-1234. It is an unbelievable cause. And if you just heard little Cheyenne, seven years old. And obviously. Hurricane Cheyenne. Yeah, she is something else. But you know what? She was loud with us. But when Mookie and JD came in. Quieted right down. She was it respectful. Was, uh, it was, oh, her eyes. The just mouth lit opened. Up. Yeah, she's like, <gasps> yeah. Oh my god! It was like I mean, you were old timers. She she knew you played football. She thought yeah, we played football. Thought, you played. She, she had a switch. Yeah, she's like a football player, don't I? She's like, yeah. you play for the Sox. No. Hey guys, thanks for coming down. We really appreciate it. And you course, know what this course. is all about. You've been around the last couple of years, so you've uh, seen it. But what is your feeling when you? See a little seven-year-old kid going into the second grade. She turns around. She's she's talking about she's going to meet Red Sox players. She turns around and there are two of them right there. You're just regular guys, and yet you see it in spring training with these patients. What what is what is it like when you see them just light up? Oh man, to me it's like it's it takes me back when I was a kid and I used to look up to these guys like that. And you kind of were so excited to see them, and then once you saw them, you didn't know what to say to them. Right. And I don't know. It's just. It kind of just flashes back to me. Like, it makes me feel like, hey, I remember when I was that age and I was a little kid and I was in that same situation. It just takes me back in that sense. And just kind of knowing that, for me, it's like, I don't know how things change so quickly. You know, you once, you know, I always looked at Major League Baseball as on a pedestal and I always look up to, like, oh, my gosh, those guys. But we're all kind of the same. You know, we all kind of come from the same, in a sense, from being young, having dreams and aspirations to – you know where we are now so i mean obviously with her situation you kind of you know you you hurt for her and you kind of want to just do everything you possibly can for her um but i don't know it's one of those things where it's it's kind of tough but it's nice to see at the same time i don't know who usually gets more excited the kids or the adults the parents, <laughs> parents. Uh, yeah, probably the parents. <laughs> has there ever been a response from a kid or or an adult where you said wow that i didn't see that one coming so the most part, you know, Red Sox player, you know, championship last year, very recognizable guys. I would say most kids would go nuts when they see you guys or if they, if, if they have the opportunity to meet you, shake your hand. Is there ever, has there ever been a response where you're like, wow, I've never heard that before? Or seen uh, that before. Hey, I want you to sign my uh... – Well, 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 let's not go there. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess it's the family show. Um, Nothing. You've probably no. seen it all then. I mean, we, we've, you, you know, you kind of hear a lot. You know, I think uh, in, you just kind of put things in perspective. Um, you know, our bad day is, is not nearly what uh, what kind of what those kids, what these guys are going through. And, you know, uh, you just have to try and do what you can to, to put a smile on their face. And whatever they say, you know, you just roll with it. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think uh, a lot of them, a lot of them actually just treat us like normal people. They just say, you know, can you sign this ball or – 
um, hey, you know, listen to me play the guitar, or hey, I can sing this, that, and the other. And see, that would be something that I thought would be unexpected. Yeah. Hey, here's my guitar. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like a harmonica. I get it. It's in your back pocket. Guitar. I've never you kinda... heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. It's my piano. I just <laughs> yeah. happen to have it on my back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, those type of things are, are you know, kind of great to great to see, just because they can. Uh, be themselves and yeah. not be starstruck or anything. You, meant, you mentioned putting things in perspective, and that's what these two days are. I mean, for us, we, we leave here, you know, after a while, and you look back at your life, and, and no matter what you go through, and this game is ups and downs and trying to stay even keel, whether you lose eight straight in a stretch that you guys had or, or, or struggling at the plate. It's unfortunate, but sometimes you need things, you know, to kind of put things in perspective. I know you guys dealt with a lot in spring training as well. And it's 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 it is amazing that unfortunately maybe we need sometimes the reminders of kind of what we have in our lives. Exactly, and that's uh, that's kind of uh, what this is. You know, I, I hate to say don't don't hate to say, you know, that type of thing, but it's just a reminder. Hey, you know, you you guys' life is good, and so we have to keep that in mind and and do everything we can to make their their lives you know a good as well. And I think uh, you know. Red Sox and everybody, this whole foundation uh, does a great job in, in putting smiles on kids' faces for sure. It does seem like you you don't need that reminder though, because I know you do a lot. We do a lot, but I mean, you know, it's always it's always good to have it. Yeah. Let me ask you a baseball question, and um, I'm sure you've been asked this question a million times, but I'm wondering how much you guys talk about it. We talk every day during the course of the season. Why is this so different than what we witnessed last year, where everything <laughs> right? You're already laughing at it, JD, but everything just seemed to work out. I'm sure you guys spent a lot of time talking amongst yourself. If you've you been able to come to any, I mean, it's been a good week, but if you've been able to come to any type of answer as to why this is so different. Oh, man, I don't know. Um, it's a different year. For me, yeah, it's just a different year. It's, you know, everybody always wants to go back, oh, it's the same team, we're supposed to have the same results. Like, last year was special. I've never, I always say this, like, when everybody asks me how it was and I go back home and stuff like that, I and I never thought I would say this about baseball, but, like, I felt like last year was easy. Like, and that's the last word I would ever use for a baseball season. But it just felt like everything kind of rolled our way. Every The ball always bounced. Someone always got a pinch hit, you know, home run. Any move uh, Alex would make would always work out. Yeah. You know, it just seemed like... I mean, you look at all the special moments that happened last year of guys throwing pinch hits, home run, pinch hit, home Brock, pinch hit, homer, uh, Nunez in the World Series, pinch hit off wood, homer. Like, you know what I mean? It's just so special moments. And, you know, that's, that's hard, to, it's hard to, to ride for two years in a row. Um, so, you know, it's a different year. And I think this team is a good team. And I think this team could be a special, you know, uh, you never know. Like you just never know. There's, we're we're a little back now, but you never know. There's still a lot of baseball left. So you said it was easy this year, right? I mean, last, last year was last easy. Year, yeah. So is this year hard? And do you, as it gets difficult, what's the reaction? Because you're looking at going, man. Last year, everything just seemed to click. This today is a real tough day, and then you've got to deal with the next day and the next day after that, Mookie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, they just. I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just different challenges, and sometimes um, you just don't. You're not successful. I mean, sometimes we're not getting we're not getting that pinch hit um, hit, you know, or we're not going up and putting up zeros, or you know, we're not playing defense at the right times. And so, I mean, it's not uh, nothing that we we 
we can't do is just stuff that we just haven't put together. And, you know, it's, it's kind of tough, um, especially with a target on your back. I mean, you know, yeah. the, we're, the, we're the world champs. And so um, everybody that comes in is, is ready to play. And, you know, if we're, if we're not, one little one little mishap, you know, can uh, turn into something huge. And it just seems like we've had that mishap and it's turned into something big every time. So Alex Gore, I think, is famous. He said it a few times, guys. Consistently inconsistent. I think he's used that phrase before. Yet every week we talk to him, sometimes down here, he is consistent. Every He comes in. You guys we lost eight straight. He comes in shaking hands. Hey, guys, how you doing? That sort of Alex Cora, is, uh, is he consistent with you, even from last year? Is it, is it nice to have a manager that – or is he the same, I should ask, first, I guess, as last year? Or are you seeing a different manager? Uh, he's the same guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, and what, how much does that mean to you, that he's not riding the wave with you and kind of – getting on you when it's not going well means a lot i mean i think he's a guy that played the game he understands it he understands that it's not the same it's not this different year you know like mookie says different challenges uh and alex understands that because he's been around for a while and you know he knows that everyone's going out there and giving it their best and doing their everything they could possibly do for that game that day and you know if it works out awesome and sometimes you know doesn't work out and but he's still the same person you know, it's um, you know, think about some of the issues. So, you know, I've been on teams where you know the offense was putting up a ton of points, and the defense would go out there, and, and they couldn't hold the lead, or someone would give up an easy touchdown. And I remember there was every now and then there was some animosity and definitely frustration with the fact that as good as we were, we couldn't close out games because of one reason or another. Um, and with you guys, with as good as you guys are offensively, you know, there's always seems to be something, whether the bullpen can't keep the lead or defensive issue or whatever it is. Has there been any frustration or animosity or how, t- how tough has it been for you guys just to, I mean, still back the guys on your team and still respect them and still pull for them, even though you're, you know, it's, it's, it's an uphill climb for you as it is now? Definitely no, no animosity. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's not like they're, you know, we go out there and try and lose. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean. Those guys get paid too, and so you know I have to just keep that in mind. Like they're they're going out and and, and trying to put up zeros, and we're going out and trying to score runs. There, you know we're we're going out and and trying to fill the ball and throw it to first or catch fly balls and whatnot. Just sometimes you know we're human. Sometimes we we don't do it, and it just seems like this year we haven't haven't done it a lot more than than last, and um, we haven't found ways to kind of bounce back. I think once uh once one thing happens, it kind of snowballs, and then. Uh, everything kind of falls apart yeah i mean i feel like you know there obviously no animosity frustration i would say yeah because you know we're all competitors and everybody wants to win but i don't think anyone else is blaming some other person or someone else uh you know everybody's going out there and doing their best it's not like guys are messing around and going out there and trying to you know not caring like i feel like everyone cares when you when you guys heard that Chris Sale was out for the season, I mean, is that just a, a kick to the gut, knowing that one of your best players is gone for the rest of the year? Uh, you know, it definitely hurts. Uh, it definitely hurts. You know, he's, <laughs> I mean, you know. it's just the only thing you can really think now is who's the next guy up. Yeah. I mean, we can't uh, can't sit here and harp on it. You know, we have to uh, kind of turn the page and, and move forward and hope everything's fine with him. And you know, he gets back. Uh, gets back out there to, to play here soon or, or whenever his timetable is up. But um, right now we just have to kind of stay focused on, on, on the task at hand, and that's today. So i got to ask you guys both about Devers because, um, I, I mean, 
it's amazing. It was like first of May, you know, in April, you don't think he had a home run and he was hitting 250, 260. Then since the first of May, it has been a show. Even when he gets out, it is just hard contact. It, and it, I was almost like there was no transition year. You know what I mean? There was no good year. Oh, my God, he's going to be special. It just happened like, like that, you know. What have you seen from this kid? Because it, it's been awesome to watch. Yeah, um, you know, I think uh, he's uh, matured, number one, at the plate. And, you know, the way he's viewing pitchers. And it's a lot more aware of what guys are trying to do to him than, you know, previous years where he would kind of just go up there and swing at everything. I mean, he kind of still does, but I think he's a little bit more controlled now. I think he has worked a lot on his direction and his swing and trying to clean a lot of things up. And to me, it's made a world of a difference. You know, the kid's a very talented hitter, a very talented player. You see it all the time in these sudden spurts, moments, you know, that he has. Um, but I think now as he's, you know, getting a little older, he's starting to channel it in and understand what he has to do and how he has to prepare and where his swing has to be before every game and, you know, stuff like that. And, and he works hard. You know, he honestly does. He works hard in the cage, on the field, in the gym. He's a young kid, and, you know, he kind of looks like he's out there. Yeah. You kind of don't even really know what he's doing, but he, he really has an idea of what he's doing out there, and I think he's been doing a really good job for us. I like the big deep breath he does now. I think he kind of yeah. took that from you maybe a few months back because yeah. he started doing that. Meditation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 Big yeah, deep yeah, breath. Yeah. We had a combo about that at the beginning because oh. he would get all worked up about it, and I was like, just relax. I was like, you have to settle yourself down because you get a couple strikes on you, and you want to, like, your heart rate starts going up, and you want to panic, and – like, you don't want to strike out. Like, relax. You strike out, you strike out. It's okay. You know? Yeah. You're going to strike out a lot more times. Uh, you know, just try to control it. Try to channel it and calm yourself at your moments when, you're, when you feel like yourself is getting out of control. I think it's interesting. You guys, um, your job is to go up there and get your four or five at-bats every night and try to score enough runs to win a baseball game. Our job is to sit around and talk about the team now, the team with the future, and, of course, there are opt-outs and there are contracts and everything else. And every time, this seems to come up no matter how harmless a, a line might be. Alex Spears' book is out right now. I don't know if you've even seen it, Mookie, but there's apparently uh, a portion of it where he talks about you and he talks about, you know, trying to acclimate yourself with the roster. And you were having some difficulty doing it early on. Obviously, first year. Your first year. Obviously, it's a lot different. That suddenly sparks conversation, and this is what we do every day. This is our job, like you have your job. We're sitting there going, oh, my God, does that mean Mookie wants out? Does it? Now, I, I know that both of you, well, you have a little bit more control, I think, than, than you do, but you don't have total control over where you're going with your career. But do you get sick of it, that the fans talk about it, the, the media talks about it? The people don't necessarily know enough about you, Mookie, to know whether you like Boston or not. I've heard that. I don't know. Does Mookie like Boston? And then you answer the question and go, no, I like Boston. I like. It's almost like they don't yeah, believe Yeah, but I don't it. believe I don't them. believe them. Yeah. <laughs> you, you hear the way he said it? I don't like, know. <laughs> so I'm wondering, does this stuff drive you crazy? And how can you answer that question and ba basically calm everybody down? Or, or I don't think you can, can you? Because of the uncertainty. I mean, no matter what I say, they're going to, you know, people are going to have their opinions and there's nothing you can do about that. But I've, 
you know, made it made it known. I, this is my second home. You know, I've I've been here. This is all I know. You know, I, I love to hear, and I love the the fans, the everybody, my teammates. Um, you know, the front office, everybody here. But you know, that doesn't uh, doesn't change the business of baseball, and you know, kind of uh, what what value is there. And you know, I don't want to go all down that that down that path. But I mean, just for people who don't think I enjoy it here, I, I love it here. This is this is you know, I come here in the winter time just to come hang out with friends and and whatnot. We come. My family loves coming up here. And, going to do things so it's uh it's nothing it's not that i don't like boston at all are you sort of anticipating because i think discussion goes to free agent you know you've handled in the past you've gone to arbitration that this off season is kind of a crossroad even though you have a year left where it's do they really want to wait and risk him leaving do they need an extension this year if not do they trade him i mean these are the sort of things that are kind of floating out there you feel like this off season is important about your future in boston uh i mean you know that's for for you know the front office and those guys to decide you know right now I'm, I got one more year here you know yeah. and I'm gonna enjoy it the same way I've enjoyed my past years here and so um, you know that's uh, that's not, not something that I, I don't even focus on you know I just uh, know that right now I'm, I'm still a, a Red Sox and you know I'm happy with it. So JD, do you get people sitting there going, hey, you gonna opt out? You gonna leave us? You gonna yeah, and do uh, they say it like that? Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, JD. In a way, in a way. Do you like it? <laughs> the pizza shop down the street or what, while you're in line? Nah, they, I mean, they hit you up. They ask you, like, so you're going to stay here next year? What's what, You're going to opt out? And I'm just like, I, just I don't know. Coffee. I'm just worried about right now. That's the last thing I'm thinking about. You know, um, when the media asked me, I always tell them, I said, uh, you know, Scott Boris? I said, call him up. You know, he's he's the guy he's, that's going to help me with that decision. He's not responding to you that. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, is, I let him worry about that. Stuff. Is there, um, I don't know if you guys care about this or if it's even a big deal. I just, you know, look at some of these other teams and the stadiums that they play in and the fact that nobody goes to the games. And, I mean, it's it's got to make you feel good, I'm assuming. Like, when you guys play here, people are in the stands. People are cheering you on. I mean, I, you see some of these other things. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen it. It's, it's different it's, ballparks. It's got to dry. I, I feel like that's got to be worth something. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different. Um, you know, I was in Houston when Houston was bad, and there was mm-hmm. probably, I think, 10,000 people in the stands, it felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, then I went to Detroit, and they were good, and they'd be sold out every night. It'd be a Tuesday day game, and people are there people don't work i don't know they love it (laughs) and then i go to arizona and it's the same thing as it was in houston no winning team but the fans just aren't there and then you kind of come here and it's sold out every night um so i mean there's definitely something to it it's exciting you know i always say like last year my first year here it's like it's august you're tired but the fans are still they're still in it Mm -hmm. and that kind of gives you that that energy you Mm -hmm. know that that like Dang, there's a lot of energy in the yeah, stadium. You have a reason yeah, to go you to work have, and it's like yeah, you, it's, you feel the energy. Yeah. It's like legal greenies back when I was playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you get that energy. I just, I just we used like, to do it differently. So they got through okay. August and I, September. That was saying. it. I think it would like drive you. You come out of the dugout and there's just nobody there. Like, it's tough. It's, it's like tough. how do you it get is. excited to well, Tampa, go to work? Tampa's a great example. Good yeah. team and Nothing. every night there's what twelve thousand. Well, they, they cheer for the Red Sox. They cheer so they for cheer the Red, Red, Red Sox. Yeah. Fans more Red Sox. It's a Tampa lot fans. more. Uh, you have to have a lot more self-drive in those situations. Yeah. You know, I had to deal with it. In, you know, in Arizona last year, it was kind of the same. Not last year in seventeen. Uh, same situation. You know, it's September. We're in the wild card, and we're still getting twelve, twelve, thirteen thousand. It felt like at a game and. It's one of those things where you kind of have to pump yourself up. Where here you come out here and it's just like, man, let's go. You know, the yep. fan, everyone's ready. Everyone's yep. 
you know, especially when, you know, when the Yankees come in town, it yeah. feels like a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely special. There's something to it. Like you said, it's, it's nice, you know, it, it's nice to play, play in front of fans that are so passionate. Yeah. The same way that I am about the game, you know, but at the same time, it's tough. There's, you know, there's, there's a plus and a minus too about it because you, if you're not playing good, they're going to let you know, yeah. and they're going to sit there and they're going to bash you and they're going to talk about you. And I remember last year I got booed because I was I tried to steal second base. I got thrown out. I got the steal sign. I got booed as I was coming in the dugout. And I was like, dude, we're like 15 games in first place right now. I'm getting booed, right? And that's, that's how they are. You know, they, they love their sports, and you know, it's there's. There's a positive and a negative to it. Yeah, I would think those race players could walk walk the streets of Tampa, and at times nobody knows who they are. You guys, walk, you guys walk into a restaurant, and it's like, hey, you were one, you were one for five the last you know, right? Yeah. That's what you hear. All your so stats. True. Yeah, yep. they run it down. Hey guys, we really appreciate you coming down, obviously, yeah, and helping out the Jimmy Fon and meeting some of the kids. This was uh, really cool for them, and we really appreciate it. JD Martinez, Mookie Betts, thank you. Continue thank you, success Thanks, for the rest you of the year, okay? All right, fellas, we're going to take a break, but we need you to pick up the phones right now. 877-738-1234-738-1234-877, live from Fenway Park. This is the WEEI Nesson Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon. It's all presented by Arbella Insurance. Thanks, Mookie. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.